I haven't had a whiskey drink in a while. I have a whiskey drink. I have a cider drink. What are you talking about? I get knocked down, but I get up again. <laughs> also, I've been recording, so I hope everyone appreciates the fact that the Chumbawamba reference is in my recording. I've never heard that. Welcome, 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 welcome for an episode that Zach is it's time. so hyped for. <laughs> we talked about it last week. We're doing it this week. Uh, this week we're watching American Pie, a 1999 comedy teen comedy film in this episode uh you have zach ben cameron myself dylan i always say myself and uh, sometimes i don't think i say dylan so so to kick things off and get everybody in the right mood this week we're drinking the paul mall it is a pre-prohibition cocktail, and it relies heavily on Applejack. Uh, I think the last month was Applejack month. Applejack is a apple brandy. It's the oldest liqueur distilled in America, apparently. The recipe for this one is one ounce of Applejack, one ounce of rye whiskey, one ounce of, sorry, 75 ounces of lemon. 75, 75 ounces. ounces. 75 <laughs> ounces. <laughs> Three so, quarters of an ounce. So you're gonna put a little bit of whiskey, very, a little bit of the apple jack. It's gonna be very tart. And then a lot of lemon juice. <laughs> it's like a lemon it's Just grab a jug of lemon lemonade, juice and toss but, uh, a sprinkle of the liquors in there. Got some country time lemonade, just take the whole container. It's a great pour a little drink. bit of that a little bit of that liquor and just stir till it comes clean. Only like an ounce of you don't want to get too drunk. <laughs> Yeah. How heavy? How heavy is seventy-five ounces? How heavy is it? Like in weight? Yes. Well, it depends on your. Yes. On what you. Sixteen expect. ounces is a pound. Seventy-five. Well, I I guess I would be doing fluid ounces. Yeah, and fluid ounces. Density. You obviously need to it know. Would, uh, what the density but, yeah. of it. Se- yeah. Seventy-five dry dry ounces is uh, four point six pounds. So. Um. How would you measure the pale but, um well i would have a dry ounce or a not dry ounce it's i've heard it's pretty salty so i would probably would not try it um so let me correct this here uh three quarters of an ounce of lemon (laughs) three quarters of an ounce of grenadine uh two orange slices to muddle in there two dashes of angostura bitters uh, and you don't really need a garnish i made one some asmr for you guys i also made one I thought, this is my first time having Applejack, and I thought it would be a little bit more Apple forward. You do get it a bit, but it's kind of like, it's almost like drinking apple cider, and you get that little, like, taste in the back of your mouth, like that little aftertaste. It it reminds me of that. Yeah, I didn't get the actual Applejack brand. I just got a whatever apple brandy, but this drink, and, and I had my wife try one too, she said it reminds her a lot of like a washington apple like the shots Hmm. um and i'd agree i just think anything that has that kind of apple flavor up front kind of gives you that but i really like this drink i would definitely drink this again it's good i recommend it it's another you know bourbon or whatever whiskey type drink but it's not really at the forefront i don't think you notice it as much with everything else in there it's kind of 
it's pretty folly too. Yeah, I would say. But maybe that's the maybe that's the Apple just like tricking me into being like, hey, harvest. I think that could be the case, but at the same time, like I think this could be very much like a year round. I think you could you could probably make this cocktail any time of year and enjoy it. Zach Cameron, did you guys make one? No. No, I couldn't find the ingredients, unfortunately. I don't know. My liquor store nearby was entirely gone. Uh, Kroger? Yep. The Kroger near my house. <laughs> my local liquor uh, store. My local liquor oh, don't you know? store. Um, well, that's my liquor store. There's literally no other liquor store nearby, except for if I go like 10 minutes away, which isn't a long amount of time, but it's farther than I want to drive. It's the Kroger's, more than I'm, okay. It's more than I'm willing to go for my podcast. <laughs> okay. The, I'm not, whoa, whoa, You have whoa, to understand whoa, the Kroger's literally three whoa. minutes from my house, and I will. I refuse to drive any further than that. I'll commit. I'll commit to an hour and <laughs> a half in a recording pandemic. so we can. Twenty twenty has really changed. I, that has never changed. <laughs> I'll, I'll commit the hour and forty minutes to record so we can cut it down to just the forty minutes of what people will hear. But ten minutes there five minutes to find something and 10 minutes back for liquor how dare you how dare you suggest that to me i was who the hell do you think you are i just needed look i just didn't have enough time to go find it elsewhere because i had to watch the movie and then get under record but i thought you were gonna say because of the election there was four four days of election day five days of no 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 by now guys by the time this episode comes out you will know who the next president of the United States is. Or maybe not. Maybe. Um, no, what I was going to say is Nevada still that... needs to count the last 10% of the votes. <laughs> One, two. That's good for today, boys. Pack it up. Head home. <laughs> what I was going to say, though, is that the uh, the liquor section at my local Kroger it was just completely ransacked. And, like, half of everything was gone. So... Can only imagine why that's the case right now, but you know. American Pie is a 1999 film uh, directed by Paul Weitz and Chris Weitz. Paul Bart. Who is. Yes. <laughs> beep, beep, mean creep. Mm. What is it? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got it. Um, beep, beep, mean I, creep. I guess Chris. <laughs> Paul Bart Flesh. Chris Weitz or Chris, Chris Weitz. I, I, people got these names. And, you know, names are really hard to pronounce. Are they? And I feel bad when I shit on people. Like I disrespect them with, like, these terrible pronunciations. It's W-E-I-T-Z. It Whites. I would think that would be Whites. But it's Whites. Chris Whites is apparently uncredited. Uh, it was written by Adam Herz. Stars Jason Biggs. Chris Klein from Election. Hey, hey you guys welcome him. back. <laughs> uh, Thomas Ian Nichols, Shannon Elizabeth, Jennifer Coolidge, Allison Hannigan from How I Met Your Mother, Eugene Levy from Shit's Sharknado, Creek, Great Natasha Lane. They're, they're <laughs> all from this movie, though, guys. Like, you just yeah. named... Sean William Scott. <laughs> you just named everybody from some other show. Mm. This is where they all came from. Yeah, yeah. Well, true. okay. Let's give Eugene Levy some credit. I think he might have done some stuff before this. He's Jim's dad. But he will forever in my heart be Jim's dad. I don't know. I actually was, thought no, I liked uh, him in Shit's Creek. Allison was in. I was gonna say Allison, Allison was, was also in Buffy, Buffy before this too. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, I feel like uh, Chris Klein was. technically was in Election before this movie. <laughs> hey, yeah. that's his most popular. Is like, on, if you look at his Wicked, 
sorry, Wikipedia, IMDb, that's his like first credit that's listed. Not like first ever, election but like that's his artist. most famous role is for that guy for the jock in election. Uh, well, I don't think that's the case. I'm not saying it's I true. I'm like just it saying that he's pie, when it yeah. lists. I think on his Wikipedia page when it says he's known for the first thing is the election yeah. movie, but that hmm. could just be chronological. American Pie is the story of four teenage boys who enter a pack to lose their virginity before prom, causing a whole shit ton of signa- uh, shenanigans. It currently sits at a 7 out of 10 on IMDb. <laughs> Thankfully, was not nominated for any Oscars or Golden Globes or <laughs> Highly anything. It is, it is not on any IMDb lists, but I'm sure it's on some of our lists here. Uh, whew. Let's, let's just hop right in. <laughs> Cam, this was your first time. I swear I've seen the movie. I know all of the beats of the film, but I you know, like watching it back, I was kind of like, uh, did, "Did have I seen this?" But I know everything that happens, so I I feel like I've seen it before. I know I've seen the later ones, um, but Cam, what what was your first impression of American Pie? All right, so when I first was thinking, like when you guys brought up watching this movie, I was like, "Ah, you know, this is gonna be another dumb." you know teen comedy uh and it it definitely was a dumb teen comedy <laughs> but but yes um, but actually but i i did actually enjoy actually. watching it like I, I i did genuinely think it was funny and there were actually a fair amount of parts that um i mean it's a bit cliche now because you know i think that this movie kind of redefined the teen movie genre um for like the next generation because uh, you know you had a teen movies kind of back in the 80s with like you know the breakfast club and stuff i think would count um yeah i think you have i think you have the john hughes 80s and then this kind of like gets you into your super bad yeah, yeah. sex drive this is like i mean your... like honestly like even though I'm not saying this is like a groundbreaking movie, but it is kind of like a cultural reset of like these types of movies. Like a lot of movies were very similar to this, you know, basically revolving around themes of like, I don't know, a lot of more like drinking or getting laid. Like those are the two themes of teen movies, basically. Um, What's yeah. What came out like beginning of the nineties to like this mall rats, like is, uh yeah, I guess like but, the slacker. But Mallrats also, sense. I mean, so Mallrats would have come out. I mean, I don't know Clerks. I guess I don't consider the guys in Clerks to be teens. I think of them as it's not really a like teen comedy. The, but like, I guess Mallrats would be. But I also think Mallrats is so much of a cult classic, and it did not do well, like mm-hmm. right off the bat, that most people would not consider it like a teen. And even then, okay. they're kind of not necessarily teens. You have uh, uh, Dazed and Confused uh, came out, which is, I mean, it's definitely not like this. It's no. more like Slice of Life. Yeah. Ten Things I Hate About You, Election, Clueless. Okay. Also, did you, when you mentioned the cast, did you mention Latasha Leone was in this one? Uh, I was going to, and no. I think somebody interrupted me. No, he this. also missed uh, Jonathan Cho. Oh yeah. Uh yes. I mean, yeah, he's show. like milf guy number one, but like. <laughs> well, it's interesting because yeah, I mean, 
uh, Natasha plays a more prominent role than he does. Um, yes. But yeah, there are there are just so many actors from this movie that some of them went on to do other things. Some of them went on to do not so great things. The most important cast members, uh, the the band Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, <laughs> really sleeping on Blink. Wait, there, are but. they in? Are they? Oh, in they're in. Movie? Yeah, oh, they're really? in. They're the garage. Wait, they're the garage band guys watching. When Nadia is being broadcasted, watching Nadia no. being broadcasted. Yeah. Okay, yeah, hold that's on. interesting. I have to. Tom DeLong is the yeah. one that goes, "Go, Trig Boy." Okay, but they're not the like main guy though, right? No. What? No, what? I think it's not the, the, main, the three the main of guy? them. The, the three of them like, are the other guys. Like, there's one dude that's like. Yeah, the one yeah, guy that like says one guy he's that's in like my trig class. I don't think he's one of the band members, but the other three are is Blink. That's weird. All right, here we go. Jim strips. Hold on. Jim strips dot three GP. Yes. What the fuck is a three PG or three GP? That file? was an old cell phone video format. Okay. Oh. Um. All right. Here we go. Uh. Let's see. All right. There's like Stifler's brother dancing. Wait. What are you guys looking at? Is this like? Is this like some Moby? When he's stripping here? No idea. <laughs> that would be very on brand for 99, though. Uh, all right, I'm trying to find the band here. Oh, wait, here they are. Okay, this is super... Oh, it is. Yeah, oh, blank. my God. That's funny. Okay. Yeah, no, it's them. That's funny. Um. Holy shit. That's interesting. Yeah, so, I mean, the only thing, I guess... <laughs> this that... is the lowest what? res. This is the lowest <laughs> res image I could find. But... <laughs> oh, no. Wow, Travis with the fucking purple hair. Yeah, so speaking uh, of that scene. Uh, no, oh, that's no, no, the that, guy. That is Travis, sorry. I, it looks, I was going to say, it looks yeah, like that it, is, it, it. I was going to say, it's not Scott or whatever the fucking no. dude's name before him was. I don't know my, my Blink-182 lore. Zach, fill in here. <laughs> Scott, <laughs> Scott Rayner was the drummer before Travis Barker. That part is on point. You got it. Okay, I do, I do know my Blink-182 lore. You do, lore. yep. Never mind. Better than you think. I, w- I did go to a concert once, so. <laughs> <laughs> that, that certifies me, basically. Certified yeah. free. <laughs> you were saying, Cam. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> I'll wait. This movie brings out the teenager in me. Brings out the teenager in all of us. Uh, Cameron, uh, now, do you know what a clitoris is? <laughs> I I will say I don't I will say Eugene Levy is the perfect fucking dad. Oh my god, he's so he's great. So awkward. Can we rank so top funny. dads of all time? Can we do a top <laughs> ten dads in movies and put uh, like Robert uh, De Niro in the in a Bronx tale at two and Eugene Levy <laughs> as Jim's dad at one? And um the dad from Independence Day is oh, gotta be in, oh my god. in the top five. <laughs> You punched the you punched the president. <laughs> uh, Michael Corleone or, or Don Corleone, I guess. Oh, Jim's dad is higher. Mister Levinson's higher. Oh, he's god tier. He's S tier dad. <laughs> he's just so it, like he understands what is happening, but he's just so wholesome about it too. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like when he walks in. You know, back in my day, I used to, you know masturbate <laughs> when i was a little younger i used to call it stroking the salami you know 
pounding the old pud. And he's like, oh, your uncle used to do it like <laughs> five to six times a your day. Your uncle Mort I, pets the one-eyed snake five to six times a day. <laughs> I never did it with baked goods, but you know. God. We'll just he tell was your so, mother God. we ate it all. So unbelievably understanding, uh, even though he had no reason to be. Like, oh, when he was going over the porn mags, he brought us. He brought Jim all the porn magazines, and he's like, "Now this one, uh, you can see they focus more on the uh, the breasts, which, um, as you know, are primarily used for producing milk." <laughs> I like when he then yeah, opens over up to the center here and yeah, uh, flip to the center on this one. Uh, this one's a bit more exotic. You can see they're emphasizing more of the pubic region. And uh, and she's looking at you. She's staring at you in the eyes, and she's like, "Hey, big boy, uh, I see you there." I love that when he goes to open the nightstand and throw him in, and he finds all the condoms, and he's like, "Well, it's the one that's open, tube, it's safer than a tube sock." <laughs> God, um, Which I is do. A I, I because at the beginning he was masturbating into a tube sock. Right. This movie's deep. I feel very conflicted very about like this movie in general on like the th- like the topics like the themes of this movie like I don't know the only w- okay so I will say the only like object like totally objectionable part to me the Nadia scene obviously yeah where yeah, they are literally filming her without her con- like that is like I don't know I just like cringe throughout the entire thing because it is just so wrong and like it, like that part because Jim was embarrassing himself, right? No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that was the only funny part about that scene because he knew the camera was there. The rest of it, I I don't know. I just didn't think it was funny because it was like gross. But I mean, I don't know. The rest of it, like it was, a, it's like obviously, like I don't know. It's I mean, Wikipedia says it's literally a sex comedy, which I guess it is. I think it's I think it's a little like it's not. I mean, like maybe in like you know thirty years. You'll look at this movie again and be like, this is really, really bad. But this definitely wasn't on the level of like Animal House for me, where it was like, you know, so far, you know, not good that it was just like, I don't know, like kind of funny, but also kind of hard to watch. Like most of the movie was like fine to watch. And I didn't, you know, like they like they almost make fun of them for wanting sex so bad in this movie. That's the topic. But they kind of like look like douches when they're trying to do that uh and and then they even like that's the big fight yeah. when they're at prom right it's like dude it's not all you deal. talk about is having sex yeah. like and i don't think having sex is the like the plot i think it's like almost more so like the macguffin of the movie it's like the catalyst like, it's like plot yeah yeah it's plot point one right yeah, yeah. but i think on the yeah. surface it kind of seems like that's like the plot so to speak but like it definitely does take different avenues and like i said i think it almost like kind of makes fun of like the obsession with like sex with teens and stuff. It definitely makes it seem by the end of the movie that that's not like all that matters because like, you know, even though they all end up having sex, they don't all uh, end up having sex, right? Not Oz. No, no, Oz doesn't. Oz doesn't. Not Oz and Heather. No. Chris Klein playing the sensitive jock yet again. He was a, yet again. He was my favorite character in this movie. <laughs> two for two. Yeah. Two for two. He totally changed. Like he flips the script on it. He called at first. He, asks a woman to what is it suck me beautiful right yeah <laughs> suck me beautiful <laughs> clearly a Casanova. clearly he totally get, to like, say he, that. he goes into the choir thing trying to like you know pretend to be more sensitive but actually comes out more sensitive and like a well-rounded person so like that yeah like the scene when he's walking with heather and he's like hey just so you know like 
we did have this sex back. She's like, this isn't how you like yeah. get my pants. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, no. But like, I wanted to tell you that like, I actually have feelings for you in both. Right. He is again. <laughs> God, what two for two? He says something character. else though. <laughs> oh, he, he says something. Like, it was we were supposed to. Too. We were supposed to lose it on prom night. And she's like, yeah, <laughs> you're not helping your case. Oh yeah, that's. <laughs> I do think Cameron brought up an interesting point about Animal House. Um, American Pie is the millennial Animal House. There's some stuff in the movie that hasn't aged well already. The Nadia scene. Also, some of the language, especially from Stifler, yep. uh, homophobic slurs and yep. whatnot. Um, yeah. It's one of those movies that I think we're at the point where it can give you some feel-goods watching it because it just perfectly encapsulates the early 2000s and I guess a little bit of the late oh, 90s. Oh, yeah. Like, this was like, but like, this was like growing up as a male in the early 2000s. It was like, bro, have you seen have you seen America Pie yet? It's <laughs> like you should. But I don't know if Gen Z will take to this movie very well. I think that might be the generational gap. I mean, when did you guys see this movie? Like, it came out in '99. We would have yeah. been like, you know, I might have been like, like middle school or high school. I was to say probably around middle school. Okay, so probably like the mid to late 2000s. Gotcha. But I mean, it was still like I think it was like people who had older brothers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, and like 100%. sisters and stuff it was like I it was like that. those kids saw it and then it was like dude you gotta see this like it was like those kids saw it but didn't understand it but they kept hearing like your siblings reference it so you had to watch it yep definitely watch this get with older cousins. It. and then a, and then a couple years later you watch it again and you're like oh my god this movie is is fantastic I did think it was uh, funny slash clever that the one character strategy was just to literally like invent rumors about himself. Oh, Finch? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Finch, like, no matter dude. what you hear, just agree with it. <laughs> and everybody goes along with it like true G's. Yeah. That's what your bros do, you know? Well, Kevin at first almost just completely broke. Yeah, he it. almost narfed <laughs> it oh, from yeah. day one. What do you mean? He wears a he wears a bathing suit in the showers. I mean, no, it's huge. No, he's, <laughs> he's enormous. He's massive. He has, he's, he's packing. Oh, this movie gave us so many classic tropes. Um, yeah. As a stifler, like, people after oh. this movie became, well, they were always stiflers, but now they had a label. Stifler's mm-hmm. mom became a label. Also, the, like, geeky band person yeah, that's band also kids. a freak. Like, yep. that is... <laughs> well, even, like, yeah. I have a, a giant... I have a sex story. Uh, <laughs> well, about one kissing? one time at band camp, I kissed a boy. And then she talks about and, the flute. And then I stuck a flute up my pussy. <laughs> Like, what? Whoa! I have a list of are we my gonna, favorite. Are we gonna quotes. do it? <laughs> are we gonna have sex? Because oh, okay. I'm. She tired. used me. <laughs> she she used me. I was used. Such a so interesting I was used. I was used. <laughs> yes, cool. <laughs> it's so interesting because if the gender roles were flipped in that scenario, it would be a totally different scene. But, oh, absolutely! But I think yeah, that's, that would be the beginning. I think of that's brought, like one of those. I brought two condoms. I don't want you. I don't want you to be early. too sensitive. Yeah, I don't want oh, you to get yeah. desensitized. And she's oh, like, "Wait!" Hannigan, he's like, man. "Wait, you saw that?" And she's like, "Yeah." Why do you think I said yes? Yes, it was an easy. It was an <laughs> easy score. When you find out that that Michelle knows about his like, because that's what that's what draws Jim to Michelle is he thinks she doesn't know she about doesn't the broadcast. Know. It's the one girl in school that doesn't know about it. God. I, I know we talked about Blink-182. Can we do it a little more? But the soundtrack in this oh, movie it's gold. was like, it's was like the soundtrack thanks. to my my middle Jesus. school years. This is the soundtrack to my everyday. This soundtrack is... 
I like I said, I feel like within like five minutes of starting this movie, I felt like it was like the year two thousand. Yep. There was no <laughs> war in the Middle East. There or was it was no... just starting. Or it was I mean, part two was coming uh, up. Part two was coming up. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say. But you know into Oh man. The the Bush administration. The Obama uh, years were still ahead of us. It was a good time. <laughs> yeah, you have you have whole Everclear Flagpole Sitta by uh, Harvey Danger. You've got some Sugar Ray in there. Third Eye Blind. Yep. Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> oh my God. What a great, just straight call out, but still fantastic. Bare Naked Ladies, Fat Boy Slim. Even Goldfinger. Goldfinger's in there too. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Goldfinger. Not for their uh, 99 Red Balloons cover, but. Some classic ska music. Throw that in there. Once the that's how you know it's the nineties. Yeah. Is they're playing like <laughs> Mighty Mighty Bostones or, or some Goldfinger. <laughs> oh guys, that's the other actor I think we forgot to mention too. I'm looking through. I realized we forgot to mention the uncredited Casey Affleck. Oh yeah, as uh Kev's brother. As Kev's brother. Yeah, when he showed up I was just like what? Casey I Affleck. forgot I knew they had someone play his brother, but I completely forgot it was Casey Affleck until he showed up on screen. The whole Bible. Yeah, the sex Bible. Scene. It's like super, super weird. Yeah, go into the library and under the like third shelf. Okay, I thought that part was kind of funny, especially when he's There like, was an approval process. When he's going down on her and then like pulls the book out like, from wait, under oh, the yes. bed. <laughs> and puts it like, no, her dad though is the oh, best. Her, her dad yeah. walks dad? up to I'm the coming. door. I'm, I'm coming. coming. Okay. And he just turns okay. right yeah, away. I thought All they right. were about to get walked in on. Yeah. Oh, no. He teased oh, it while Kevin's yeah. like, you know your parents don't have a lock on your door? <laughs> oh, no, here it comes, here it comes. That scene, and then, like, when when Jim's parents walk in on him at the beginning when he's watching the, like, illegal channels. Yeah. It's like the shitty he version. He can't get the remote He ever. almost got away with it. Oh, oh, that's a boob. He's like, that's a boob. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, there's a tip. And his dad <laughs> even tried to cover for him, too, in the first. No, it's a nature program. Mr. Living. Until he hears spank my hairy ass. And he just goes, <laughs> Excuse me? Spank my hairy ass. <laughs> it was the 90s, you know? <laughs> oh, barely, but yeah. <laughs> my God, this movie. This movie and then, like, the some... next line is, like, Jim to Chris is like, hey, did you see the little mermaid? She's so hot. <laughs> yes. What? She's, she's a, a mermaid. mermaid. Not when she's not out of when water. she's on land. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, guys. Uh, can I hit you with a quote? that? One that just yeah. cracks me up, always and forever, no matter how corny it is. I am the Shermanator, a sophisticated sex <laughs> robot sent back through time to change the future for one lucky lady. And then Nadia. <laughs> am I a lucky lady? Nadia, you've been targeted for Shermanation. Come oh, with God. me if you want to live. What a <laughs> fucking guy. Especially when he convinces everybody that he has sex with her or yeah. not, not yeah, yet, so that, that one girl woman and then is, she's like oh we just, just stayed up all night talking heart. oh that's what you call it yeah and then she like goes up on stage and just like also he wets shits himself on his life and kisses his <laughs> pants yeah. i just like the first time you're introduced to sherman when he's walking through when stifler's walking through and he goes sherman sherman's like hey and he goes what the <laughs> fuck are you doing here oh stifler's got some lines in this one the thing that i really enjoy about the american pie series is that stifler is kind of like an unhinged douchebag throughout the whole thing. Yeah. But he always, always gets his just desserts. He always gets his 
Yeah. Somebody's always getting back at Stifler. Almost coincidentally. Like he a semen beer. Yeah, the pale ale scene. Um, I think it's I mean, American Pie I feel like Pie his major comeuppance comes on. at the very end of the movie. Or Finch. Yeah, Finch gives him oh, comeuppance. Finch gets Finch after him in a him, way nobody else should ever. Finch, Finch gives him and his mom comeuppance <laughs> in most every movie. On a pool table. Pool tables are expensive to refill. She well, didn't care. She didn't care. She I mean, got she got the, the she got that house in the divorce or whatever, so she probably has enough where she can replace it. God, him. the the line between him and uh, Stifler's mom, where she's like, he's like, "Oh, you got any hard liquors?" She's like, "I got some scotch, single malt, aged eighteen years." Just how I like, I like it. it. Ew! 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 Stifler's mom. When she said that, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> gross!" It's like some. It's like a. Oh god. It, it kind of reminds me of like Matthew McConaughey in Days to Confused, like his character there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Neat little role reversal of the uh I get older but they Creepy stay the same older age. person. It's weird yeah. because I I thought it was like maybe not, well, I don't know. I thought it was bad in this movie too, which I feel like at the time it still it would have been weird if a male said that, but a female didn't say, I don't know. Like there's like that, you know, trope or stereotype where if it's a male preying on younger dude or younger women, then it's gross. But if it's a female, it's... are you talking about Kevin Spacey? Yeah, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I will say one of the other things that I think when we talked about things that probably not cool, the fact that Stifler constantly makes fun of Oz's dad for being the manager at like a yeah like a restaurant or something. I don't remember. Like, that. It looks like a. Oh yeah, he says something about well the first thing. At one point, he says something about um, uh, don't expect Oz to pay for the limo. Oh, yeah. He makes that joke. And then um, I think he says something else about it, too, about the fact that, like, Oz isn't basically that, like, Oz works for his dad's, like, store and he's just the manager of a restaurant because Stifler has a shit ton of money. I love the... uh... Uh, when the girl is like, I did not have sex with him. Chuck Sherman is a liar, and I've never had sex with him, <laughs> though he did try to fuck a grapefruit <laughs> and pees his pants when he gets nervous. It's the beginning of the grapefruit line. Uh, yes. Uh, I was there for the grapefruit line because of the uh, grapefruit <laughs> technique. Um, the infamous video that everyone should should see. Yep. I'll uh, link and comment down below. <laughs> So I, w- I don't think you should just make this the Instagram ad and put up a picture of the woman with the grapefruit when we're talking about the grapefruit. <laughs> and the, the, it's really like Pac-Man. A little more uh, ASR, yeah. Put Pac-Man over her face. Waka 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 waka. So this week's podcast is brought to you by Surfside Sips. They make high-impact glass straws. They're a family-owned company. And and what's better than saving saving the turts, you know? The turts? <laughs> the turts. You know, I'm one of those people who hates using paper straws. Paper straws fucking Paper straws suck. suck. I love the worst what solution. they do. I love the, that we're, we're minimizing the use of plastic straws. I enjoy that. Paper straws suck ass. They suck. They're the worst possible solution because, turns out, guess what? Paper and water don't fucking mix, okay? I don't know who came up with it, but it doesn't work. Even though even though they put coating on it to try and help, it doesn't work. It just gets soggy, and you end up throwing it away anyway, and that's just more waste. And so, But you know what doesn't get soggy? Glass. Yeah. Glass straws from Surfside Sips. And if you want 
to get some glass straws from Surfside Sips, you can use coupon code Cocktails and Classics spelled out. That's Cocktails A N D Classics for twenty percent off your order. And if you're looking for a business to support during this time, seems like a good idea. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers to celebrity memoirs, news, business, and self-development. But essentially what it is, is every month you get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible originals from their monthly selection. So, Dylan and Zach, what are your experiences with Audible? So, working from home nowadays, I recently used Audible to rip through one of my favorite book series. It's always great to go back and revisit some of your favorites. And since we've recently done From Russia with Love, you could could check out some of Ian Fleming's books on Audible. Uh, they have Dan Stevens, Toby Stevens, uh, Damian Lewis, many great narrators read through Diamonds Are Forever from Russia with Love, Live and Let Die. So maybe you want to get into the James Bond novels as well as the movies. To start your free 30-day trial, go to audibletrial.com slash cocktails and classics, all lowercase. Again, that's audible.com slash cocktails, A-N-D, classics. After your free trial is up, it costs $14.95 per month. However, there are no commitments, and if you can't decide what to listen to, that's okay. You can roll your credits over up to one year. A little bit of a tradition around here is Zach will always take over. He puts us through his trivia quiz. And I'm sure we're going to get some spicy ones here for American Pie, one of Zach's favorites. What do you got for us? All right, you boys, you know what's been coming. There's a question that needs to be answered. Uh, Jason Biggs? or That is not the answer. But oh, okay. Um, when we when we did this movie, we were like, oh, we're going to do American Pie. You guys knew this question was going to be on there. So you had plenty of time to study. So question number one. What Blink-182 song from the Enema of the State album is playing in the background of the internet broadcast scene? Is this multiple choice or? I mean, if you need it. I definitely need it. I need it. <laughs> so, uh, A, Mutt, B, Aliens Exist, or C, Anthem part one i feel like i would have recognized at least one of those i don't know it's the scene where jim is running yeah to to kevin's house i believe well, it is it's like the whole scene actually it like keeps cutting in and out yeah yeah it does fade kind of while the dialogue's happening and it comes back enema of the state i'll say anthem part one i honestly don't know but that's my guess Okay, I was going to ask, is Anthem Part 2 on Take Off Your Shirts and Jacket? It is. It opens up Take Off Your Pants Fuck, and Jacket. Okay, okay. I, I know <laughs> Anthem Part 2 really well. So, God, I'm going to embarrass myself after knowing Scott, the first drummer. <laughs> the first name. One of the most common first names ever. I, Shout I out to do... all our Scots out there who listen to the podcast. It's my, yes. my dad's middle name. It's also your middle name. And mine. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, shit. I'm sure my dad's a big listener of the podcast. I'm, I'm going to go with Alien Song, because to be perfectly honest, uh, to show how much I know about Blink, I thought the anthem was a, was a good Charlotte song. Is it not? So there is also a good Charlotte the song. The anthem is a good Charlotte song. 
Oh, also, wow. also shit. Shit. It's aliens exist, not the aliens. <laughs> Whatever. Zach is so offended right now. <laughs> Whatever. You, you, you come and and you betray my band on the day of my podcast quiz. <laughs> Get over it. Um, it's not aliens exist. I'm pretty sure of that. I don't think it's mutt, but I'm I'm gonna offend you, Zach. But I don't really listen to Enema like ever if I listen to Blink because it doesn't have that many bangers. The whole album is a banger. Nah, it, I mean you have. Uh, I love how Zach. One, I the, love how Zach says the this one song, but the on, windmill song. On multiple <laughs> occasions, Zach has said these exact words to me. Hey, do you do you want to? Join my Blink-182 cover band. <laughs> it's okay that you don't know how to make music. Neither did they. And now he's going to sit here and proclaim to be the world's biggest Blink fan after constantly shading them I'll, several I'll, times. I'm going to stand by both. Other than Travis Barker, they're not great musicians. I mean, I'm sure they are now. But when this movie came out, like when Enema came out, they were good enough to press record and get somebody to make it sound okay oh so uh, they were to music gonna... what we are to podcasting got it yeah, yeah yes. ultimately fantastic but very low quality <laughs> uh i'm gonna say mutt i think he wants to bone this i know she's ready to blow they go out every night his pants are super tight oh yeah it is mutt yes Woo. dylan on the board Guys, I'm, I'm gonna send you a I'm gonna send you a Spotify link. I need you guys to all listen to it before I, the. Uh... I knew they were in the fucking movie, so. <laughs> Thanks, Tom DeLong, Matt Hopper, and Travis. <laughs> Matt Morgan. Hopper, oh my god, close. What's his name? Mark Hoppus. Mark Hopper. <laughs> Mark Hoppus. Fuck. Never. Shit. All right. Uh, Tom Hopper. I know his other band. Isn't so that, that isn't that the isn't Tom Hopper isn't he the sheriff in Stranger Things? <laughs> I don't oh, Jim Hopper. Oh, I said Jim. Matt Hopper. <laughs> Jim, Tim, Matt, Mark, who <laughs> fucking cares? Question number two. All right, guys. Question number two. It's time for a hardball. <laughs> All right. Question number two. Dylan's in lead with one point. Uh, the IP address that Jim emails is http colon slash slash 128.220.27.192 slash temp slash Vision, which actually belongs to what real life entity? <laughs> a... The American Pie website, B, Eugene Levy's personal blog, or C, the Johns Hopkins Department of Psychology. It, no fucking way. It can't be the last one. Oh. Naughty of vision. Last week on the episode, Cameron flexed his ability to surf through my memes. So I came back and clouded more memes. It can't be John Hopkins, right? Does it I mean, help that's if so, I told you that the scene was used in the trailer? No. I mean, Maybe. that could point it to being the the website for the movie, but... Yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's the John Hopkins website. It's so stupid, but, like, <laughs> God, it's, that's such a random answer to throw in there. So I'm going to say that and be wrong, probably. Oh, man. Do you have an idea, Ben, or no? I... I'm trying to think if it is Johns Hopkins, what maybe like Nadia is code for. So I'm trying to work that out in my head right now. <laughs> so yeah, that's a thing. Uh, I mean, John John Hopkins would be like a meme and a half. But I'm like, what? What? Yeah, what? What are they talking about with Nadia? Um, 
I guess I'll go for the safe answer, and I'll, I will say American Pie. I don't know. Eugene Levy's been in, like, almost all the movies, though, I feel like. So maybe Eugene Levy would be a, a safe answer, because he's been in, like, the late ones, like the Book of Beta or whatever the fucking shit they are called. American Pie Book Club or whatever it is. I'll just go with American Pie website. I think that's the safe answer. And if it's in the trailer, I think it's a, it's a bit of a tease. And like people will look it up. I'm gonna go with Eugene Levy's blog just because I'm gonna play the game. And I so hope that that that's the answer. That is not the answer. Yeah, shit. And neither is the American Pie website. Yeah, it's what? it is the Johns Hopkins Department of Psychology. Yes. 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 Is there a reason? Nope. Just a fucking meme, bud. Just a meme and a half. Does the link actually said. work, or is it just the Not IP anymore. address that goes? It somewhere? doesn't work anymore. It's the IP address that uh, is in the Johns Hopkins Department mm, of Psychology, yeah. like domain. They kind of what those I figured. Sets of IPs. <laughs> Why? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did have a trivia question um, that I'm not going to ask, but it was which other than. The latest American Pie Girls Rules, which released early October 2020. Uh, what American Pie star is the only one to appear in all four theatrical movies and all four straight-to-video releases? Is it, it Eugene, Eugene Levy? Shit, it is Eugene, Eugene Levy. I would have got that yeah. one right. Yeah. Damn it. Do you, guys know, uh, do you guys know Eugene Levy's first name in the movies? No. He's Jim's dad. He's Mr. Levingston. They never ever say his name, but it's in one of the credits. It has him <laughs> listed first name, last name. No. It's Noah. That's his first name is Noah. Interesting. Fun what? fact. All right. Um, you guys up for another blink trivia question? I guess. Sure. Who? No. <laughs> in the credits. 15-year-old Dylan would love this. Pay attention to the wording of the question because it matters. Question number three. Who was credited as the drummer for Blink-182 in the original release of the movie? Who was credited as the drummer? Is it A, Tom DeLonge, B, Travis Barker, or C, Scott Rayner? Who was credited as the drummer? See, now he's going with the meme here. What are the names? Tom DeLonge. Travis Barker or Scott Rayner? A. DeLong. Final answer. We do have a uh, tie. Cameron and Dylan each with a point. Cameron has answered yep. first, as is tradition. And it it would be interesting if they were to put Tom as the drummer. Is this like when they're like doing the band practice or? <laughs> This is in the credits of the movie. They have it listed. Just answer the question, bud. Singer, drummer, guitar player. Who's listed as the drummer? I mean, I guess I'll just go with the obvious answer and go Travis Barker. Uh, I believe it was Tom DeLong. Uh, I think Travis Barker was playing guitar bass in the garage band. He wasn't behind the drum kit. Well, let me say, um, each band member was playing their respective instru instrument. 
Oh. Travis Barker was on drums. Mark Hoppus was on bass. And Tom DeLong was on lead guitar. However, when they made the movie, uh, the producers never bothered to get the names of the um, band members. So it was Scott. And afterwards they realized, oh shit, we didn't get their names. So in my research, I discovered that the producers did a, quote, web search. Couldn't confirm if it was Google or not. They did a web search. Who are the band members of Blink-182? They asked Jeeves. And Scott Rayner left the band two months before they started filming when Travis Barker came on. Scott Rayner is listed as the drummer for Blink-182 on American Pie. Damn. True fact from Cocktails and Classics. False fact on the uh, Universal Pictures. We bring you the real facts here, ladies and gents. We know our Blink-182 drummers. So, um, oh, yeah, we do. That uh, that leaves us a a tie here with Cameron and Dylan each with a point. I'm kind of kind of ashamed, hey, hey. guys. I gave you two blink questions. Yeah, sorry, I should have done my research. Post and a Johns movie. Hopkins Department of Psychology question. <laughs> sorry, I guess I should have br- brushed up on my blink. Or your Johns Hopkins. Yeah, well, I, got that I thought one this was. Oh, yeah, I thought this was going to be an American Pie quiz, not a not a fucking yeah, blink two right. quiz. Um, How many band members of Blink-182 are in there? <laughs> Name <laughs> every single Blink-182 song. <laughs> uh, closest without going over, as is tradition. What was Sean William Scott's salary for the first American Pie movie? It's going to be like paltry. I'm going to... I mean, I don't care. I mean, you can do whatever you want, but I'm going to say $30,000. I was going to say 10000 Oh, wait. Hold on. Time out. Now I'm thinking, thirty thousand is probably too high. Honestly, yeah, I'll I'll stick with wow. it because I said it. But now that I'm thinking about it, that's probably way too high. All right. In the event that you both go over, do I just go with whoever's closest? <laughs> well, I mean that's Dylan, but sure. If you don't have, a... uh, I mean it is without going over. I mean, if do you, you have, have another, another tiebreaker, if you have another tiebreaker, you can do that. I don't have a numerical one. I have plenty of questions, okay. but I don't have a numerical one. That's that's, that's fine. fine. We'll go closest. All right, so at the end of the day, for Sean William Scott's last American Pie movie, American Wedding, he was paid $15 million. However, for his first American Pie movie, he was paid $8,000. Wow. (laughs) That movie did gross like $200 million or something. Yeah. So did did I win? Dylan, you did win. That is a big season two win out of Dylan. Dude, I'm racking them in over here. You're dominating. You're like the you're like the Shermanator. I am but, the Shermanator. But for I'm trivia, a, I'm a trivia robot sent back in time to dominate trivia on a mediocre podcast. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Let's watch the yeah. mediocre. That's a little generous. <laughs> you and Ben are tied with three trivia wins each this season. Cameron's got two, oh, so everybody's God. neck and neck. You know what? Step it Three up. is exponentially greater than one. <laughs> so, you know, yes. anything over two, I'm I'm happy with. Before the movie, those of us who have seen it, we wrote down our ratings based off uh, nostalgia and memory. If you're like me, you don't remember this movie at all. So, <laughs> uh, Cam, you're going to start because it's season two. And uh, we want to know what your first thoughts on American Pie were. So I thought it was a funny movie. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, there were 
obviously some, as we already talked about, some problematic parts of the movie, scenes that didn't age very well, uh, to put it mildly. Um, but even so, I found myself laughing out loud a lot. Is it a really good movie? Like, is it a really good comedy? I mean, no. It's a dumb teenage movie about sex. But it's still a fun, enjoyable movie, I think, uh, and still can be enjoyed today, even with some of the flaws that it has. So I'm going to go ahead and give it a 6 out of 10. Nostalgia is pretty high on this one, I feel like. Especially, like, being born before this movie and growing up through it and the sequel, I feel like... Uh, definitely coming to age at that point in time you know like this was like your your holy grail i feel like in a sense going in i gave it a five out of ten i don't know i like i don't really think too highly of this movie it's been years since i've seen it but i always kind of like kept that like oh american pie was it was funny it was like a, a sex comedy thing um watching it again I definitely agree with Zach. What he said earlier was like, as soon as it started, he had a shit-eating grin on. He was laughing. He was chuckling. He was enjoying himself. And uh, I definitely felt that way too. Uh, it dragged a little bit at points. Maybe it's just because I was like, it's a little tropey because everything's copied this by now. And, and we've seen it in subsequent movies, but... I do think it's fun. I do think it's enjoyable. If you haven't seen it, I think it's worth watching because everything that we've seen since spawned from this. Anything from our our like childhood and like like developing years <laughs> uh, was spawned from this movie. So I think it's worth a watch. You'll probably laugh your ass off. Yes, the problematic stuff, but I do think it's worth at least a six and a half out of ten. Going into this movie, I had it in about the same range as you guys, like a like a six, six and a half. Um, this movie I remember being funny, like it was an enjoyable movie. But uh, after rewatching it, I feel like I've enjoyed it more this time around than I have in any previous viewings. Um, you know, I appreciate the main storyline stuff. Like I said, I love the character of Jim's dad so much more now than I ever did before watching it. And he just adds another layer to this movie. Um, but I just think I've never realized until now how much nostalgia factor this movie has. Uh, I think a couple decades from now, when people wonder what the 2000s are like, someone's going to just pull out this movie and say, this is, this is what this time period was. Um, and I actually bumped it from the six I had it in before to like a seven and a half. I think it's a really funny movie. I know it has its problems, but it, it's, it's hard to hold something that came out 21 years ago to a standard we have now. I really enjoy it. I think you should check it out. Like Dylan said, it influenced so much of the stuff we've seen now. I think it kind of reset what the teen comedy genre was for the longest time. So if you have the chance to check it out, highly recommend it. You guys know I love this movie. 10 out of 10. <laughs> this is uh, this is one of my favorite movies. I can watch this whenever. And like Dylan said, as soon as you turn it on, as soon as you hear the first little bit of the soundtrack, you just light up. You feel so good. It takes you back in time. The clothing that the people are wearing, the like button-up shirts... 
the seashell necklace Shermanator's fucking spiked hair um <laughs> there are problematic bits um but for the most part the movie it's been 20 years and it's not that bad it can you can still the parts that are bad you can cut them out and you still enjoy the movie it's a great time capsule of the 2000s it was really hard for me to come up with a rating because it's hard for me to separate just American Pie from the like American Pie, American Pie 2, American Wedding trilogy, which kind of takes you through like this coming of age into we're all grown up, you have to say goodbye to your friends at American Wedding type of thing. But I looked back at my other ratings um, to really see where this slots in. I'm going to give this movie an 8 out of 10. There's... A lot of movies that we've reviewed, there's it's hard for me to find, you know, a handful of movies that I would rather rewatch than American Pie. I've seen it a ton and I'm gonna watch it a lot more. Wow. I will say this makes me want to watch the sequel. I will say American Pie Two is better than American Pie. Yeah, American Pie Two is, in my my opinion, the the best of the movies. Wow. It's yeah, bold I claim. I Check it out, Cameron. If you <laughs> haven't better. seen it, it's much. It's I much think... like uh, the Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> oh, you think um, so? It's yeah. It, it really set this... the the franchise into its uh, its own. Um, I just think American that... Pie Two takes the things this movie did well and continues doing them, and it. I don't think it has nearly as many any like problematic e type. It's been a while since I've watched it, so I don't want to yeah. like. I guarantee there's nothing you can find wrong with it, but uh, it's it's good. It I gives you it's... a different piece. American Pie, they're, they're high school kids living with their parents. In American Pie 2, they're on their own, at least for the summer. You know, they have jobs. Yeah. They, it is a great movie. American Pie 1 is more of like a one-off episode, and American Pie 2 really gets you into the lore and the mythos of the American Pie <laughs> It universe. takes you back and really wants you, it really places you in East Great Falls High, and like how you would have come up there. If you enjoyed this, don't forget to rate and subscribe. Leave a review on Apple. That really helps us out. Uh, give us some stars. Uh, follow us. Subscribe. Check us out on Instagram at Cocktails and Classics Pod. Uh, use the hashtag Cocktails and Classics to send us your movie and drink recommendations. Share us with your friends and family. And as always, watch responsibly.